Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, the New York Audio Experience hosted by me, Tyler. And we are back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys have a great week so far. Um, yeah, we're here on a Wednesday previewing the Jets matchup against the Patriots in New England. It's going to be a very interesting matchup, a really intriguing matchup for the Jets after coming off their bye week this week. Um, yeah, I mean, the Jets have a lot. I wouldn't honestly say a lot to prove here. I mean, they have a lot going for them, uh, fighting for that number one spot in the AFC after the Buffalo Bills fell to the Minnesota Vikings in a absolutely wild game in Buffalo this past Sunday in Week 10. Uh, moving on to Week 11 here, though, the Jets face the Patriots for a you know fight to the number one spot here, and it's going to be really, really interesting to see you know who can come out on top. The Jets lose the first game of the series at MetLife Stadium against the New England Patriots, and you know didn't really have good vibes after that game. Not many people, you know. Um, you know, felt too hot after the loss there. I mean, you know, they were still, I believe, what, five and three at that point, still high hopes for everything. Um, but you know, they, they fell short against the Patriots team that you felt you were better against. I would feel, you know, the Jets, I think had a lot of expectations going into that game. You know, we could finally beat the Patriots. We could finally beat them at home. It's, it's time to really, you know, put the foot down in the division and really, you know, beat the Patriots for the first time since 2015. They couldn't get it done. Pick six gets taken back by roughing the passer penalty. A few missed opportunities there on the offensive side of the football. Makes things fall a bit short there at MetLife Stadium. A couple of weeks ago, you got him again. That's all that really matters here. You got him again on the road in New England. I don't remember the last time the Jets have won in New England. I believe it's you know similar to that 13-game losing streak. Um, and the stats are just outrageous. The Patriots, you know, against the Jets at home, score 33 points a game, 300-plus yards, you know, uh, you know, all-purpose yards there. It, it's it's ridiculous, and I think it's finally time for the Jets to, you know, put their foot down in New England and, you know, win a game that you're not favored in. You're, I believe it's plus three and a half the line is at now. It was five and a half earlier in the week. You're not favored. You're underdogs again, and that's basically saying that you're pretty neutral on a you're, – you're, you're pretty – neutrally matched on a neutral field because the Patriots are plus three and a half. You get usually plus three at home or minus three at home, I would say. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is a game that the Jets should certainly be in. This is a game that the Jets need to be in in the fourth quarter, and I think they will be. Um, they've shown that they have been plenty competitive this season, six and three, and the Patriots at five and four are also fighting for something, right? They're not just, you know, laying down and dying in the AFC East. They're, you know, uh, on the bottom of the division, but, you know, five and four in the bottom of the division is top of the division in the AFC South or the NFC South, you know, so um, regardless of what record they are, they're, they're going to always fight the Patriots are under Bill Belichick. And, you know, it's it's going to be a dogfight at at, um, at New England. I, th- I think the Jets have all the talent in the world to try to beat this team and they almost did at home. They should have at home. They were, I think they were the better team, and they had Matt Jones's number for the majority of the game. And I think they just couldn't get it done on the offense on the offensive side of the football. Obviously, the missed opportunity with the pick six, as I've already said there. Um, but yeah, I think it's finally time to beat New England in New England. So, um, with that said, I want to get to some of the news this week. Um, not much has gone on during the Jets' bye week. Um, I guess we'll just add this in there. They did work out. Offensive lineman Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, who completed his residency um, in a Montreal area hospital and, you know, is back in the NFL. He's looking to play again here, and he's working out with the Jets. Um, Ian Rappaport said, you know, there might be a good chance that he signs to the practice squad, so I'll keep you guys updated on that on my Instagram at New Jets Game Plan. Make sure you head over there for the latest news and updates on everything Jets. 
Um, you know, but other than that, that I mean, that's a pretty big storyline here. Adding depth into the late in this this late in the season is you know super important. The Jets did it last season with the trade of Laurent Duvernay Tardif Aliti um, from the Chiefs at the trade deadline, but. They're looking to add him in week 11. I think it would be huge for the depth. I think Joe Douglas is trying to get ahead of these injuries. You already saw Elijah Vera Tucker go down. Um, Nate Herbig has been playing great at guard. He's already banged up this week. Uh, Persala, he's good to go on Sunday, according to the head coach. But, um, you know, it's still something to keep an eye out for. You know, Lakin Tomlinson um, is somewhat of an older guy. I believe he's 30. So, you know, you got you always want to stay ahead of injuries because the next guy on the Jets' depth chart at guard, I believe, is Dan Feeney. Um, so, it, that's kind of the worst case scenario there. You don't want to roll out a guy who hasn't played many um, games with the Jets. So, you know, Laurent Duvernay-Tardy started seven games with the Jets last season, and he played pretty damn well. So hopefully we can get um, more of that if he does sign to the practice squad. And, um, you know, if an injury were to occur, he would likely step right in there and uh, take over at guard. So that's a bit of a news dump there. Um, you know, with that said, the Patriots um, – Pitchers game is huge. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit on the Wednesday podcast last week. The AFC East is just up for grabs. It just is. And um, the Jets at 6-3, and 2-1 and one in the division, have such a big opportunity to really attack this week. And you've heard it all the time on Twitter, different podcasts, different radio stations, news stations. This is such a big game for the Jets because it puts them at 3-1 in the division. It puts them at 7-3, to three, uh, seven and three, um, at an overall record. And, you know, in the AFC Conference, there's a chance they can go to number two, I believe, this week. I believe their best chance at their standing is um, – I have to check back on that. I did see, I think, if the Chiefs lose, obviously, and then um, second, something with the Titans as well. But, yeah, it, it's just huge. I mean, the Jets being at this position this late in the season wasn't really fathomable before the season started. I think the most optimistic Jets fan would even say, you know, yeah, I didn't really expect six and three at the bye. You know, maybe four and five, five and four best. Um, but, you know, the Jets are here, six and three against the Patriots. And, you know, you're going against Mac Jones, who has struggled for the majority of this year. We saw him against the Jets a few weeks ago, and he didn't look good by any means. By any means, the Jets were getting to him. Time and time again, um, in pressure packages and, you know, really just rushing four at that point, um, being able to penetrate that line and get to Mac Jones and, you know, cause him to throw off his back foot, um, run a bit, get off script. And I think Mac Jones is, you know, sometimes that is worse off script. I think when the offense is, you know, scripted around him and he's able to just stand in the pocket and throw the ball, I think that's when it is best. So um, pressuring up the middle, you know, pressuring around the edge will certainly get him off his pivot and hopefully, um, you know, cause some trouble for that Patriots offense, which has been lackluster to say the least um, here in the early parts of the season. But they are starting to hit their stride on defense. They are ranked in the top 10, um, I believe, in overall defense. They've been much better as of late the last five weeks. They're right up there with the Jets, who I would say the Jets right now boast around a top three defense if you're just looking at it with the eye test. Um, guys like, you know, Sauce Gardner, who's been sensational as a rookie. I can't say it enough, you know, how good Sauce has been. He's locked up guys like, you know, Stefan Diggs. Yes, he got burned for the 42-yard catch. Um, but after that, they held Diggs to really relatively nothing in the second half. And, um, you know, it, Sauce has been, I think, what Jets fans hoped he would be, hoped. And, you know, year three, year four, I mean, rookie corners just, you know, generally aren't this good this early on. And I think Sauce being really a shutdown corner this early in his career is sensational and remarkable and a generational talent, I would say, like Sauce. And you can mark him as generational at this point. I think he's proven enough 
to be like, yeah, this is a corner that doesn't come out too often. Um, you know, the University of Cincinnati, hats off to them because they, you know, they they crafted up a really, really good player in Sauce Gardner. And I think he's going to be such a good player for a long time. And I think the Jets are really lucky to have him and DJ Reed on the other side. Um, this is one of the best corner duos in the NFL. I would say it probably is the best corner duo in the NFL currently. Um, I know the Eagles are up there with Bradbury and Slay and, of course, um, the Cowboys with Diggs. But, you know, Sauce and Reed, they're both allowing, you know, uh, minus, I believe it's under 60, 60.0 passer rating um, allowed for the quarterback throwing the ball and, you know, each of them have a pair of picks. It's just been great. It's been outstanding. And, um, the Jets are lucky to have these guys, um, you know, on the team and, you know, I think they're going to need them down the structure, especially if they want to, um, really compete at the level that I think they could. I think the talent level that they have now, will allow them to compete late in December and possibly early in January to really finalize a wild card spot here. Um, we're not going to be talking draft here, I don't think, late in December, folks. I think we're going to be talking wild card spot, and that seventh or sixth wild card spot for the Jets um, is up for grabs because the AFC looks much weaker than initially diagnosed early in the season. Um, and I think, you know, with the Jets' current, um, you know, current talent level, current coaching level, the way they're playing, the way they're coached, I think they have a chance to really make a statement here in the AFC East and the AFC as a whole, and really just the NFL. And hopefully they can make a run here at a wild card spot. And after that, once you get in the playoffs or the tournament, as Joe Caparoso calls it, I love that term. Um, I think you have a real shot to really do anything. I don't think it matters once you get in the playoffs. I think anything is possible. Um, so you just have to get there, and I think the Jets are well on their way um, to being really competitive down the stretch. And I don't want to jinx anything. I'm knocking on wood here, but um, they're looking good. You know, this Patriots game is so monumental this week because it knocks them off. Um, if you beat the Patriots, they're four, they're five and five. You're seven and three. You beat them. You you split it, so there's no tiebreaker there. And then you move to three and one in the division. It, it's it looks so much more optimistic from there because you know. Then you have a chance to move to eight and three, nine and three. Then you start stacking wins, and you know anything's possible at that point. So not to get too far ahead of myself, but you know the Jets are certainly in a good position to you know control their own destiny um, and really just um, you know fight until the last minute. They've been great in the fourth quarter. They've been great throughout the entire game, and it's time to really put your foot down in the division and um, command a strong offense, defense, and special teams, and just take advantage of this opportunity and. Um, yeah, give it your best shot, and I think the Jets have a chance against the Patriots in New England, whom they haven't beat in quite a while. So with that, I think I'm going to go ahead and end it there. I really appreciate everyone tuning in for this episode of the Game Plan Pod. I always think at the end of the podcast, am I missing anything? Am I missing anything? I always miss something. I always go back, and I'm like, oh, should have talked about that. Should have talked about this. I don't think I'm missing much in this one. I think, you know, goal of it, just beat the Pats. That, that's the that's the end goal here, and I think that's what um, the Jets are certainly looking to do. So 